Welcome to the Spoutcast, where we spout off the news to those who drink from the well. My name is Christian Warren, and with me, as always, is Sarah Wells. Sarah, how are you? I'm doing great. Sarah, we have a special guest in studio today because uh, Megan is out on a family mm. vacation, and we have a um, another fan of the show coming in to host who's hosted once before. But She's our not friend- just a fan. She's a friend. She is a friend, and our, our friend uh, Jane Fawcett is here to host with us. Jane, how are you? Doing great. Doing great. Jane Fancy Lady Fawcett. That's Fancy right. Lady. Jane got some new glitter on her fingernails. It, yeah, so. it's Sally Hansen press on glitter. <laughs> <laughs> totally. NBD. Well, Jane, you joined us for a good episode NBD. today because um, we've got one of my all-time favorite musical acts named Hansen on the show today. Hansen? So, yeah, big, Bringing big, back a little mbop. That's right. Yep. Hansen's great. Now, uh, Hansen... Mm-bop. You're going to start singing. Great. Anytime, Christian. Bring it home. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Keep going. All right. We're moving on. (laughs) I'm not playing that song from Hanson. However, that's what their career started. Well, I'm playing just some newer stuff. They have really good new stuff. They They really do. do. I have have one on one of my... My playlist. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Well, this week's episode, we're going to uh, touch on Mike's uh, sermon uh, about kind of God providing just enough, mm-hmm. which was a great sermon yesterday. It's good to have Mike back in the rotation a little bit. We'll do some news. Kevin Tinkin is out for a second week in a row, which is a oh, bummer. But uh, we really need to find a babysitter for his, his kids. I feel bad <laughs> for him. So if you are interested in babysitting Kevin Tinkin's kids, mm-hmm. um, whether, During you're, the whether hours. you're a homeless man on the street or you're a fan no. of this podcast, uh, come on uh, in. I thought you were going to say you needed a babysitter for Kevin. Yes, we need. If you're available from the hours of 3 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. on Monday afternoons, yeah, it'd be come good to watch have you in Kevin's, here. Kevin's kids. Also, we have an interview uh, with my friend uh, Taylor Allen. Uh, we're going to discuss his uh, podcast called The Movie Argument, and then we'll close out the show with some announcements, which is, which is exciting. We're going to discuss our... So exciting. Well, the interview is really exciting because we're going to discuss, one, our, our favorite comedy and why. Yep, yep, um, yep. But yeah, that, that's a great interview. Looking forward to that as well. So... Uh, yeah, we got some fun stuff planned on this show. Jane, thanks for being here. Oh, Christian, it's my pleasure. <laughs> um, Jane, I'm, you've been listening over the past couple of weeks. Have you been enjoying the show? You know, I feel like you guys stepped it up on the news. I have been very excited about what's coming. Last week, news. Jane came up to me and she goes, Christian. And I said, what, oh. Jane? She's like, popping pimples? And I was like... <laughs> no, 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 no. That was a no, text no, no. message. She said, she said, I back knee? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Seriously? Back knee made yeah. the news? Well, yeah. They did make the news. So we brought Fast. some more exciting news, and uh, that'll be up coming up in a second. But up next, we've got um, some sermon feedback talking about Mike's sermon uh, this past week. So look forward to that. Enjoy some Hanson. For all of us, just as a, as a summary, learn, if you haven't already, from the mistakes made in the past, from people that blew it. And I'm so thankful that God's etches stories like this so that you and I can learn that we serve a God who's just enough. He may not blow our doors off, though he certainly can, but he will provide. He is the God that ultimately saw Israel through their time and can see you and I through whatever we find ourselves in. That was a bit of a summary of kind of what 
Mike's sermon was about yesterday. Um, and if you were at church this past Sunday, it was really good. I, I think that Mike has definitely, I mean, I've known this, but he has a, a gift of teaching. And I think just with him starting off the front and whatnot, it's just been uh, a while since he's taught. You know, he taught over the summer and it was really good. Uh, he mm-hmm. talked about the Good Samaritan over the summer and we discussed that here on the show. Mm-hmm. And then just to kind of have him back in the the role of teacher again, it was it was great. Oh my gosh. Was that the one you were I here? was here last time for Good Samaritan. Nice. Well, I feel Whoa. like, how about this? Every time Mike teaches, there we'll just you bring go. you back in. Yeah, yeah. that's not going to be for a while. <laughs> Wow. Is that a dig on Mike? No, not one at all. Um, (laughs) He doesn't. No. Whoa, that wasn't one. He just doesn't speak very often. No, but my hope is that, um, you know, he is our residency director. And Mm -hmm. just to get him up on uh, on stage a little bit more would be great. I think Mike's teaching style is different than Brad's. Mike is a is a teacher. You know, Mike Mike can teach a classroom full Mm -hmm. of people, whereas I feel like Brad would be bored teaching a classroom full of people. Yeah. and what's great is that Mike really, especially in this sermon, and I think it's because Mike just got Logos uh, on his computer, which is like a Bible software program. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he went in depth with words, yeah. how many times they appear in the Bible. And I, for me, uh, I, I relate obviously a lot to Mike, but or I mean, a lot to Brad's teaching where he's just a little more fun and things like that, whereas Mike's more of a teacher style. Mm-hmm. And uh, since I've gotten Logos, I've started to kind of look into how many times this word appears in the Bible or what does mm-hmm. this word mean? And to to kind of finally hear it played out on a in a sermon, I was like, oh, I love this. You know, I'm just <laughs> totally taking notes during the, during the sermon last night, mm-hmm. just loving every second of it. So if what you haven't... Are you doing that? Mm, yeah. I wasn't doing that so much in this sermon. I did do that last year. You heard that from last week. Um, But yeah, basically, um, in summary uh, of everything, you obviously heard the tail end there, but um, Mike's Mike's whole sermon was about uh, God just providing enough. And he went through the story of, of, uh, Exodus where, um, all these, you know, slaves have just been brought out of Egypt. They're in the desert and they've kind of run out of all their supplies. Mm -hmm. And they're at this point where God is literally daily providing them just enough to survive Mm -hmm. day in and day out for 40 years. And, um, just even relating that to our own lives is that God is going to provide us just enough. Mm-hmm. And that, that was so great. And something I just want to say real quick before we dive in. Um, I am like, like worship to me. My wife is like such a worship um, person. She loves worship, loves music. But mm-hmm. last night at the seven, they kind of took a rendition of the, the song enough, mm-hmm. you know, the old school Christian oh, you, song. And, and your they, grace is enough. No. no, like the, all of you is more than, than enough. Yeah. And usually okay. I've heard that song and I'm like, ah, here we go again. But last <laughs> night, like I, I heard it and they just did it in a different way. And it tied in so well with the message that it mm-hmm. really was like, it was one of those moments where you're worshiping and you're like, ah, this is it. Like this yeah. ties into the sermon. And yeah. I just made me love that song last night and, and just the way that they did it and just really connected well with the sermon to where I was feeling the lyrics of hmm. what was going on. Yeah. So. You know what? They've been doing that a lot lately. And I think that's a cool thing to recognize that it's not just like, oh, I'm going to pick these songs because I really like them, but they spend a lot of time looking into what's being taught and basing their music off that. Mm-hmm. So they've been doing a really phenomenal job in that sense. Yeah. So Sarah, uh, let's get some takeaways from you on the sermon. Um, what I was thinking about was I think I hear about the, you know, the Israelites going through, you know, from Egypt to the promised land and like it takes, it took them 40 years and 
I would think like, why are they complaining about manna? They should be so thankful. Like, you know, God's providing for them. Like, why can't they see that? And then I put myself in their shoes yesterday, like imagining myself getting graham crackers every day or something like that. And think for 40 years, that's all you can eat. And I actually, for like the first time, I actually thought, wow, like they really had to rely on the Lord, not just for food, but for getting through the day without being mad, you know, mm-hmm. like, cause if that's all you're eating, like really they had to depend on him for like, to be happy, to have joy, to, for food, for water, for everything they had to depend on him. Well, Mike didn't touch on this last night, but like for you to eat essentially a carb mm-hmm. uh, during the day, like as nutrition wise is not the healthiest thing for you. You know, your body needs a balanced diet yeah. and, and other different things. And, you know, you're in a desert where you need strength, you need energy. And they're literally, I mean, he didn't touch on this, but they're literally having to find their strength and energy in in Christ, in Christ alone. Yeah. You know, because carbs is just getting them by day in and day out. But their, their strength has to come from something else, you know. Mm-hmm. And even looking at from that side, I mean, 120 degrees in the middle of summer, you know, you're, you're just dying. And mm-hmm. just on carbs alone, that's not enough. You, you know, they don't have energy bars, obviously. And <laughs> right. so... Um, their, their strength, not just their food has to come from Christ as well. Yeah. And I, I could definitely put myself in the shoes and just be completely frustrated with God. You know, mm-hmm. I, I would probably be the person, uh, you know, one of the things he was talking about how there were some people that would collect more than they needed, more manna than they mm-hmm. needed, you know, and I would be the guy. Cause I, I would be like, well, just in case mm-hmm. God, you don't provide to me, I'll take some for tomorrow as well. You know, and then and, you would just dis- make it disappear. Yeah, exactly. And that's just so cool that God did that for 40 years. You know, you, you, you can't come out of that and go, God didn't provide for us one single day, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I thought what was cool is, and, and I know we've talked about this off, off air, but a couple of weeks ago, Mike in a staff meeting talked to us about the whole desert concept. Um, what does each desert mean? Jane, you were there as well. Yeah. And, and what, what, um, each desert in terms of the Bible, what does that actually stand for? And I can't think of the, the word that he used right now for this desolate place that was, do you remember that, Sarah? Mm, Mizbar. 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 Mid- no, no, Midbar is just the, the standard what okay. the desert is. But the worst of the worst, like the desert that you, there's, there you can't be in is what these, these Israelites were in for 40 years. Uh-huh. And it's like just even knowing that you can't survive in that period. So the only way to survive is through Christ and Christ alone, or yeah. God and God alone, you know, and, and it's just amazing to look at that picture. And Mike brought that in a staff meeting and that was a staff meeting where I was like, mm, yeah, <laughs> that's good stuff, you know? Yeah. Now you were in Israel, right? Yes. And, I went to Israel. And, and uh, one of the things that Mike talked about was how, you know, uh, there are greener pastures mm-hmm. or whatever. And he talked mm-hmm. about how there's not such things as these huge pastures with tons and tons of green grass and the mm-hmm. sun shines down. But literally, there's just enough green grass that pops up where these sheep can eat. Yeah. And then it's gone for the day. It's like a patch, if that. I mean, a, a very small patch of grass next to a very small, maybe stream, like just mm-hmm. a little puddle. And I remember growing up thinking, you know, he makes me lie down next to green pastures. There's rolling green hills and there's a pond and there's a duck in the Mm -hmm. pond, you know, and that's nothing. I mean, that's just only rocks, not even trees out there to get shade. It's just rock. And um, they showed these little tiny pathways that um, 
that shepherds would take their sheep and they were they were dangerous they're off the side of cliffs they like went over and under things and really the sheep had to watch and follow their shepherd so closely and had to trust their shepherd or else they would have fallen off and died right and those things were called the paths of righteousness which is mm. what the psalmist talks about in psalm 23 so that's and then he leads them down to water and food and so we have to trust god in the most dangerous of circumstances knowing he's going to lead me to give me exactly what i need grass and water or whatever right and that that'd be such a cool picture to be able to see Mm -hmm. um just that god is on a daily basis still providing just enough for it for them in in this desert and it's crazy to see that now in our own lives i think what mike tied it into at the very end was how just him and his wife even through um him kind of moving towards off the front have really felt like, man, financially is where this area of, of of wanting God to provide just enough for us is really hitting him right now in life. And just really mm-hmm. seeing, um, thinking thoughts of, man, I should make more if I just had this much more money, if mm-hmm. I just, if I was able to get this much more, you know, and how often do I even think of that in my own life mm-hmm. and, and uh, how I remember even being single. And, you know, Jane, I hate to put you on the spot here, but I've had these conversations with you where it's like, if only, you know, I had someone were to take care of my car or something, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's my big thing, isn't right. it? <laughs> she's no, just she's a mechanic your... no, more no, no, than no. a husband. I, it's... But yeah, I did that I, uh, as a single it. person too, just going like, God, if you would just provide for me in this one area, everything would be better, yeah. right? You know what? That's true. I do. I do have that little issue that I've talked to you about before, but... Um, yeah, he in that though, like the Lord always has provided something right. and um I'm very blessed to have a wonderful dad who has really taken care of me in that sense. So yeah. Right, but it's just it's it's a bummer even for me even now that I, I instantly revert to these things where I'm like God, if I just were to get this, then yeah. things would be better, God. Mm-hmm. If you were if you if we were to just let my car run be brand 000. new yeah, yeah or, you know, or, or just little things like yeah. uh, my, yeah. my house is an it's like a 1960s home and it, there's little parts of it that are falling apart you know and Lacey and I are just like you know just mm-hmm. frustrated with a couple different things and it's like God if you would just do this and it's like no God has provided us with a yeah. roof over mm-hmm. our heads that should be enough mm-hmm. you know and I think it's funny like people will say like oh I'm in need of blank and people oh you know God will provide he's faithful he'll provide but he doesn't always provide physically the thing that we need right. and and then so when we say like oh God will provide it God will provide it like the message we're communicating is you know God is good therefore he's going to give you what you want but really he may not provide this thing whatever it is um but god is still good and he still is providing to you what you need even though it's not what we think it might be i have a a kind of a cool story of a of a way that i've experienced that maybe like six or yeah six years ago um i went to liberia africa with some people from him we went and ran camps for orphan kids and Culture is just different there, totally. so different. So we got dropped off at this place where we were going to run camp, and um, they said they'd be back later that day with food. And we didn't we didn't come with food because, I mean, we had, like, snacks for the airplane ride, right. whatever. But um, they didn't come for two days. Mm-hmm. We didn't have food or water. And it was hot and humid there. And, like, you got to be on your A game with right. running camp. So, um it was just cool to see, like, we would be just completely just dead tired and wiped out from 
being exhausted and dehydrated and all that. And anytime it was time to be with kids, like run recreation, we'd have exactly the amount of energy we needed. And then after we would just like pass out, pass out. So, um, in that case, like it's totally the same thing Mm -hmm. that I've personally experienced of just like exactly what we needed when we needed it. And it's just was a cool super cool and it wasn't what see. you thought you need like the food I'm right doing the quotes with my fingers yeah. but know, he gave you what you needed to yeah. him yeah there was this uh awesome pastor at the well he spoke a couple <laughs> weeks ago i'm not gonna name names or anything Christian like that. Warren. <laughs> but uh yeah it's me <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't worry christian i'll name drop I'll no name drop. uh no i'm just saying in my sermon there was something i said mike actually connected it he didn't say that went connected it but there was a moment in my sermon where i said you know what our prayers need to be is God make me different in my circumstances Mm -hmm. instead of God change my circumstances. Mm -hmm. And so often we pray to God, we go, God change my circumstances. Give me more money. God, I am not surviving on my own here. God, you know, change my circumstances, but really the prayer needs to be, God, make me different in my circumstances because God is going to give us just enough. He's not going to give us what we want. He's going to give us what we need. And and we need to be okay with that. We need to accept that, Mm -hmm. you know, and trust that God is sovereign and he's still on his throne. Totally. totally. I think too, it's like, I, I look at it as like, I want to recognize the times when the Lord blesses me and I can get in my day to day and think, just go, you know, and not even recognize those things where there are so many things that the Lord's blessed me with that I just like go over, you know, like don't always recognize or. Yeah. You just forget about it because you're just like, ah, it's just life. Something providing in those moments where God totally provides for you. It's just mind blowing. Cause you're like, Oh God, thank you so much. And I just think that that's a good, uh, kind of, end note here is just really making sure that as believers, we're recognizing that God is providing us with just enough. I think if we had too much, like he might quoted that, that John Mayer song at the end or whatever, it's just like, <laughs> if we had too much, we're still going to want more. Mm-hmm. And so being okay with whatever God is providing us with, and, and that's okay. And if we're not okay with that, then we, our prayers need to be, make us different. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. that's a good, good way to close it. If you haven't caught up with Mike's message, it's really good. And, uh, it's just, it's just good to hear kind of a lot of the the history behind just what was going on in the desert, what's going on in Exodus, what's going on with Moses, and really hearing that Psalm 23 that we've all heard a thousand times and hearing it from a different perspective is really Mm -hmm. cool. So check that out if you haven't heard it. Up next, we're going to have some news. Uh, Kevin Tinkins out, but we're still going to go over some news. It should be a good time. Enjoy some more Hanson. I don't feel myself today Just figure in a big Monopoly game Struggle is the price you pay You get just enough just to give it away I'm sinking but I'm floating away Throw me a line so I can ink on my pain The fabric is about to fray The fabric is about to fray Maybe
Spellcast brings you the news. All right, we got some news for you guys, and obviously Kevin Tinkin and Megan are not here. However, obviously Jane is around. Still here. Jane Fancy Feet <laughs> Fawcett. And, uh, feet? Fancy Feet. Fancy Feet. Fancy Lady. Fancy Lady. And then we've also got <laughs> Dave Fancy Feet Johnson. Uh, no, Dave, our audio director, is in, in-house right now. Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. Thank Dave, you. thanks for joining us. Uh, if you remember, Dave has been on the show before. Uh, uh, we talked to you a little bit about residency, but Dave, you're now on staff, and you are the only paid uh, Spoutcast employee. Did you know that? <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, I mean, I'm paid. He, I'm paid too. Oh, no, right. We're all paid. Sorry. Dave is actually paid to do the spout cast. Oh, uh, I it's, see. It's part okay. of his job, which I, okay. I think is funny, you know. So, Dave, if you don't know, he's behind the scenes and uh, he puts together our episodes, pushes, record for us, gets this, uh, gets this show off and running. So, mm-hmm. Dave, we thank you. All right. We appreciate you. It, it reminds me of those types of commercials. We salute you, Mr. Da da da. Have you guys hey, seen? Too much all right. Let me just say this. Have you guys seen this new AT&T commercial where this guy in the middle of this like huge like railroad station or train station oh, yeah, Grand starts, station starts doing like a mob dance? Yes. And, then, <laughs> and, like, and he like does the whole thing and then he gets the text that goes, mob, mob dance moved to 1230. He He's like, like oh. takes his trench coat off yeah, and everything. Yeah, it's like so funny. So funny. You haven't caught that commercial. It is really, YouTube really, it. really funny. And, it, and it, basically the end of it is like... 4G is faster than 3G or what, something to that extent. But. Verizon is better than AT&T. Yeah, something. something to that extent. Well, hey, I've got some news for you guys. Um, got two you know, stories we might, might work through. And then one that's, let's just call it Sonic Booming. All right? Boom. Wow. Yeah. All right. Drop um, some knowledge on us. So feel free to chime in at any, at any point, Dave. Ting, ting. Um, Fresno State started today, as well as schools all across Fresno. Did you guys know this? I, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of a big thing. I was just going to say, like, I don't know, Jane and Sarah, you guys, you guys are roommates, correct? Or... <laughs> Yes, we are. We friends are roommates. First, roommates. Uh, second. Friends first, roommates second. Now, Dave, and you, how far away from the office do you live? Uh, about five or six miles, I guess. Okay, well, I was driving to work today, and I was just like, man, it's like I forgot how much traffic goes on yeah. around schools, especially oh, on knees. Yeah. I just feel like it took me a little bit longer to get to work today, and I actually went. I live really close to the office, but I I went and had a meeting early this morning, and then drove over to the office on knees, and I was just like, man. Mm getting pretty uh and all the policemen come out and it's like everyone is on their a game Mm. and everyone at fresno state's getting parking tickets you want to hear this thing that win mooney told me about driving in a school zone (laughs) who's win mooney first of all win mooney is one of our projection (laughs) volunteers at the north am he's He's also a police officer um he told me that you only have to drive 25 miles an hour in in a school zone if there are more than one kids outside of that fence. They have to be outside of the fence because it says when children are present. I always thought it was just from the times of 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. I did, too. I was driving 25 miles an hour all the time, and wow. people were getting angry at me. You ever gotten a ticket in a school zone, Dave? <laughs> no, I haven't. Sorry, dude. You ever gotten a ticket, Dave? I have. Really? What would you get it for? Speeding. Speeding? Yeah. How, How fast, fast were you going? going? <laughs> Uh, Sarah and I like to finish each other's sentences. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. I was doing, I think, 55 and a 45 or something. It was in Nashville. That's not bad at all. You are a rebel, babe. I got got a speeding ticket 
on Belmont and the cop was going the complete opposite direction of me, turned around in traffic just to pull me over. Mm. Way to be a one-upper, James. I was going, Dave's talking over I was over. going 83 <laughs> in a 55. Oh, wow. But he wrote me up for 74. Totally one-up, Dave. Wow. Winked. Last Friday, or two Fridays ago, I got pulled over twice in one night because I had my uh, tail light out or headlight out or something. So I got a fix a ticket, and then about 20 minutes later, I got pulled over again, and I showed him my fix ticket, and he let me go. What a nice officer. Have you I know. Fi- have you fixed it? Yes, I have. I haven't gotten it signed off, though. Okay. I don't know why I turned Southern there, but whatever. <laughs> yes, I have. Yes, I have. Now, well, I um, before we transition to our next story, when <laughs> you... transition are we going to have We got a good start? one. We got a good one. I didn't want to bring as nasty of stories this week because Thank there, was, you. there was one story of Gerard Depardieu peeing on somebody on an Ew. airplane. Um well, it's because he has, like, bladder problems, but you guys didn't hear about that this. That is ant- not an excuse to pee on someone. Okay, okay. we're still having this conversation. <laughs> All right, but I, I decided to no. go with this school theme here a little bit, and... We were all in junior high at one point, right? In college. I at, through it. Oh, I was going to say that. <laughs> now, something um, that uh, has been a big problem is that um, what happens when you're in junior high, uh, typically what happens is that you'll oversleep your, your alarm clock. Have you guys ever done this before? Yes. I, I did not when I was it. in junior high. You still do it. Oh, I set my alarm for 620 and I don't get out of bed well, till Jean, at least Well, Jane, let me ask you this oh, question. you want me to finish my sentence? Thanks. No, let me ask you this question. How do you get a teenager out of a be- out of bed on a school day? Do you want to know how my parents used to do it? No. Then I don't go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jane, yes, how do your parents do it? Okay, my mom would come in, turn on my light, open the blinds, and pull all my covers off. If my dad woke me up, he would kick the bed. Get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> We used to do this thing uh, called fan for a day. Uh, we're at my old church where basically you'd go to somebody's house and you'd from from sunup to sundown, I would pretend like I was their biggest fan. And so I That's would like, hilarious. I would like, I would dress like up. Like what with Sarah's like, doing right now. I would dress up with like a jersey. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, it was way oh. more than that. <laughs> like, I, I would care. have like their jersey wow. on and make like a t-shirt with like their last name on it. And all day long, I'd follow them to school, follow them to class. And I'd just be like, I love you so much. You're the greatest person in the world. And I'd sign my autograph, sign my book, please. And I, we did this great video. But one of the things we did was we'd go to their house and we'd wake them up by like pulling their covers did off. Did they them. know you were their biggest fan? Like you were pretending? They probably figured it out. Yeah, they pr- but but they didn't know <laughs> that we were. These are kids in his youth group. Right. And uh, so they didn't know not that. just random strangers. No, not just random strangers. I choose you. <laughs> right. So the kids, they they didn't know until you showed up at their house, right? <laughs> High school student. Uh, well, let's just say he didn't like to sleep with clothes on. And so oh. like, I came over to his house. This is a family friendly no, podcast. No, it, it's not. It's not terrible. <laughs> just keep going. But like, I get into his room and I, we're about to like rip the covers off from him and go, I'm your fan for a day. You know, and as I'm like, it was like in slow motion as I'm getting to like rip the covers off his mom in like slow motion is like, no. <laughs> and literally, like, not kidding, dives in front of the door and, like, slams it right on me. Just, my fingers are, like, crushed. She's like, no! And, like, slams. She's like, I forgot to tell you! And I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, it would have just been the worst thing That's ever. Just, you have this slow motion thing every motion single voice. time I see you do it. No. All right, let me get. <laughs> <laughs> but, Ashley, 
Let me get to my news story because it's really awesome, okay? All because right. uh, I asked you the question, how do you get a teenager out of the bed? Yeah. Well, the answer is, is you might need a sonic bomb. All what? Right? Let, me, let me tell you about is these sonic, sonic bombs. Boom? Um, no, sonic bomb. All right. It is a new alarm clock designed for kids who have a hard time waking up. So the, the folks at Sonic Alarm call, their, call these their loudest alarm clock. The bomb does everything but throw a bucket of cold water on your sleeping beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Does it wake up the rest of the house? It, it does it does. shake the bed? It actually goes up to 113 decibels. Oh, so uh, this is basically Lord. as loud as like a power mower. So it'd be a, the uh, basically That's someone really, starting a... How loud is a power really, mower? Really, really it'd be if somebody were to start a... Um, uh, Lawn mower? No, one of those things where you like jigsaw or... Uh, Jack, uh, jackhammer? No, yeah, chainsaw. I guess chainsaw. That's that'd be about as as loud as it would get. That's a jackhammer. They, they have uh, basically <laughs> these these sonic bombs. Uh, they also vibrate on your bed, and so your bed will actually vibrate uh, to wake you up. Like your bed will vibrate. You're like, oh my gosh, what's happening? And so every morning, I just I feel like that'd be the greatest way to wake up is this bomb actually like dropping on your bed. And you're like, oh my god, like what is happening? <laughs> Does it have a snooze feature? I, you know, I don't know if it has a, a snooze feature at all. I didn't I didn't uh, didn't get to that one there. Um, but what's great is is that they have a battery backup, so when the power goes out, it will still wake you oh, up. Oh, good. good. Right. Um, did you ever have those dreams in junior high where your alarm was going off, but you were like walking through the warehouse trying to find out where Wait, the beeping was coming from? But your from? alarm clock was really yeah. going... Yeah, I've and had I was like, oh my gosh, uh, I can't do it. I have an alarm clock now that goes beep, 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 beep. Uh-huh. You know what you need, Jane? You need a sonic bomb to really wake you up. Get her one for her birthday. Well, hey, Home Shopping Network. That's right. (laughs) So be looking out for this. And maybe one of these days we'll give away a sonic bomb uh, as a prize. How much does it cost? Where can one find one? It's $42.95 at sonicalert.com. Okay. So... Uh, hey, a couple quick news alerts for the Spoutcast. We have our Spoutcast shirts made, and we would like to put those on our Facebook account so you, to let you guys take a look at those. So we'll post those this week, um, which is exciting. And speaking of sonic bombs, we got a sonic bomb of an interview coming up next. <laughs> Whoa. And uh, it's great. It's I with can. my one of my best friends, Taylor, who was here last week. And actually, we recorded it last week, so Megan is um, sitting in on that instead of Jane. Not because we don't value Jane, but just circumstances, that's how it happened. So, so here you go. Taylor, Sonic Bomb Allen. That's a downtown corner. People downtown know. And I back Claro. 
All right, we are back, and we are here with my very best friend. His name. (laughs) Hello. Besides maybe my wife, uh, Taylor Allen has been a part of my life for a long time. Yes. Have you not? No, I have. Um, Taylor and I have this running joke that Taylor used to be a student. See, I... Let me explain this. Uh, <laughs> I used to be a student in the ministry where he was working. Right. And then I became his roommate. Yeah. So I was like a student, and then I became his friend. Yeah, so it was it was big a big deal. big deal. Really big deal. Uh, and apparently you're his best friend. Yeah, well, so. I, w- I, I like Taylor a lot. Not My wife is my best friend. She can oh, kill my me. God. Uh, <laughs> and Winston. Yeah, Winston's probably more <laughs> my best friend. Uh, anyways, Taylor, um, he comes out to Fresno. Uh, every once in a while, and so we decided, hey, let's let's get him on the show. And just so you guys know, Taylor is a big fan of the show. Are you not? I am a big fan. You listen every week. I listen every week, and I don't go to this church. That's yeah. how much I like the show. Yeah, and and Taylor, you were on last week, and we kind of talked with you about the sermon. Did some news. Great job, by the hey, way. Thanks. Yeah. Thank um. So one of the reasons why we brought Taylor here is that Taylor has a, a podcast of his own. Um. But before we get into that, okay. Taylor and I share a love, and I think you guys know this about me, but like we share a love for movies. Do we not? I love movies. Now, so much. Earlier today, apparently, we, our what was our very first movie we ever saw together? Well, uh, when I was, I graduated high school, and I kind of stayed around to help Christian out as a, a high school leader. I guess you'd call me right. And w- me and one of my close friends, we actually made a part three. This was before the actual part three of the movie Fast and Furious. Oh, no. And I know the Fast Five oh, hat. <laughs> but we called it, I think we call it like Three Fast, Three Furious. That's right. We did make that movie. Yeah. Then after that movie, after taping that, we went and saw the movie Stranger Than Fiction. <gasps> I love and- that. Wait. Oh, my gosh. We saw Stranger Than Fiction. Oh, my God. And the whole time, Christian was texting on his phone with... I just broke up like with my girlfriend, girlfriend for like a, a year and a half. The night before, and we're watching Stranger Things. <laughs> and this and is the she's first like, time I hung out with him. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. It That's was, the worst. I don't remember anything about that movie. Oh, I love that, that good. movie. It was a great movie, but all I remember from that movie is just texting this ex-girlfriend of mine and like no, saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm a big jerk. I'm sorry I broke up with you. It's just what's best. And I just was thinking, Taylor must think I'm the worst person. Oh, it was so weird. <laughs> so strange but that, yeah that was our first movie we saw uh, another now uh, another movie Taylor and I saw together have you guys ever seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, yeah. no never no. never once well no, Taylor the cartoon when I was seven years old no, so yeah. when we were like when we were kids probably I thought Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was the coolest movie I've oh, ever me seen too. so Taylor and I are like 20 22 years old we're, we're sitting on our couch and we're like let's watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> oh wait I have seen it yeah yeah and so we get literally maybe 15 minutes no, in no but we're like super pumped we were we were stoked we, we had like we had like snacks in front of us we were pumped <laughs> to eat to drink or no, to watch I had a uh, red bandana on right like, <laughs> like we were excited and literally 15 minutes later we both just fell asleep like and then we woke <laughs> up and we're like did you did you stay awake and he's like no i didn't stay awake <laughs> it was not good that's really funny it was really bad not good at all it's good times man just living just living L-I-V-I-N. the dream that's right all right so taylor you have a movie podcast and uh and what's it called i have a movie podcast called the movie argument in which me and my roommate Sean, who uh, I live with, we <laughs> we discuss. The roommate thing. No, yeah, yeah, you're you're onto it. <laughs> okay, good. But we talk about movies, 
uh, like whatever's in theaters and we also do a rental but basically we try and argue as much as possible and i'm a pretty bad critic when it comes to movies just i i'm pretty harsh on movies and he's more of like a no it's good like there's a lot of good parts to it and i i'm not always like that so. the thing i like about the the show it's called the movie argument and uh, the thing I like about the show is, you guys, you'll see a wide variety of movies. Mm-hmm. But um, something that's helpful is for me, if you talk about a movie on there, it helps me go, oh, maybe I don't want to go see that movie now. You know, and it helps me avoid certain movies. Uh, you know, I, I remember, I forget what movie you guys were talking about, but you're like, it was just like insanely inappropriate. I'm like, I'm probably not going to go see that movie. Or, or you said one movie, you you both hated it. And I was like, I'm not going to go see that movie yeah. now. You know, it just, it helps me to go, I probably don't want to go see that movie. And they have a very clean and appropriate podcast. So I really enjoy it. What Taylor. movies have you most recently reviewed? Uh, our last episode, we talked about the last Harry Potter movie. And we also talked about Crazy, Crazy Stupid St- yeah. Love. Oh, gosh. Okay, two movies that I've seen recently that I think that we could probably get in huge fights about. See, see that's why like you him. need to listen to the movie argument, yeah. because yeah. you listen, and you want to then argue with him and well, Sean. I, uh, but I have him right here now. I could argue with him right now. This is what I'll say. <laughs> Crazy Stupid Love was not a good movie, because first of all, the story was too yay, and then Ryan Gosling <laughs> is a horrible, funny man. So, okay, that's 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 so wildly that's, that's ignorant. Little, but that's a preview. Okay, what that's about the, what, what would you say about Harry Potter? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Great finish. Really good. Fin- I like the first part better, but the first part of the part one and two. Right, right. the first part. What did you think? Um, I loved. I loved the second one. I did. Um, I felt the same way. I thought the first one was. Um, the continuity was better with the book uh-huh. than the second because oh, I thought the I, second. I didn't read the book. The, oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> I like because of the second one, I could tell, I could see where people would feel confused if they hadn't read the book and got more detail about why certain things were happening. But I did enjoy the second movie. The first part was so good because of the scene where they dance. I thought but, Harry and Hermione. Okay. I just want to start crying. <laughs> See, this is why you need to listen to the podcast. Yeah, this is really interesting. Because then you could argue with so him good. on the show, and then you could email his podcast and stuff. Right, I think I might, because I do disagree with you about Ryan Gosling. Oh, so, and I actually, I actually told Most Taylor last night do. I disagree with him about Ryan my Gosling My co-host well. yeah. disagreed with me. Yeah. You know, something else what's, what's great about the show is it's not only just about movies, but you guys are very funny. You have, like, some taglines on there that I've now said to people and, like... Reel them in. Real men, and then I with cheers is another oh, good yeah. one. Uh, you guys, just, it's a it's a funny show. Not speaking from my f- we're friends, but I would listen if someone like forwarded me the podcast. I would totally listen if I was into movies or I wanted to check out what a movie. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. That's so nice now, there's you. one big cool thing about the show that I like, and um, when they do their music breaks, they only play one artist. And the greatest the- artist. In the entire world. They only play Bruce Springsteen, the boss. <laughs> That's all we play. Why are you laughing? I think it's great. It's, so, it's, it's so funny that you just If you look at pictures Bruce of Bruce Springsteen when he was younger, that man was hot. Oh. <laughs> like, fine. He was Dang. a beefcake. Yeah, you gotta look at look at pictures cake. of Bruce Springsteen, and then you'll well, want to listen to him. Even now, well, I mean, whatever. I'm just saying, fine. like when he was like 25, he was a good looking man. So something that Taylor and I we um, like we love is we we love comedies. Taylor and I are big big into comedies, and um, not speaking of comedies, but do you remember when we went to Twilight and I had like the worst? Oh I, I, I like literally was like sneezing the entire movie, and the whole movie I just like. 
Part of me was like, is he turning into a vampire? <laughs> we need to but, get out of here. But Taylor and I love comedies, and so I figured it'd be fun to kind of go around and share our one and why. What's our favorite comedy that's a movie and why? And I didn't want to say what's our favorite movie and why. That way we can have this conversation more. We can go, what's our favorite drama and why? What's our favorite Ooh. action movie and now, why? Now, are so. romantic comedies included in this? Or are we sure. just going to no, say I, comedy? No, I think chick flicks are a genre in and of Okay, itself. but okay, chick flicks are different fair. than romantic comedies. Right. Okay. Chick flicks can be dramatic, I would, too. I would... <laughs> Literally, I would call I would not call Crazy Stupid Love a romantic comedy. No, I think that comedy not. was not did not play a part in that movie, especially with Ryan Gosling. No, I completely, <laughs> I completely disagree. disagree because it wasn't a, it wasn't a chick flick. It, it was, was a romantic. comedy drama. It was more of a drama than anything else. It was a dramedy. It was so, a dramedy. All right, so but here's the thing: chick flicks, Sarah. I do have to disagree with you. Aren't always comedies. Chick flicks can also be. Like the Notebook was not a comedy; it was well, a right. drama. No, that's why I'm that saying chick flicks, are, chick flicks are totally different than romantic comedies. I'm saying they're a different genre in and of themselves because chick flicks are may or may not be funny. We're gonna we can have side conversations. Let's oh. let's uh, let's go around and do our one and why of oh. what's our favorite comedy and why. And we will start with you, Taylor. What is your favorite comedy and why? Uh, I unfortunately have three. So you just, oh, this wow. is one and why not you can see coming. I have a criteria. I have a criteria here. All right, it has to be a movie I can watch over and over. Um, but I think my favorite is Wayne's World uh. because <laughs> is that appropriate? So totally, funny. it's a good one, right? It's, it's really no, funny. It's, what would I do with a gun rack? I also really like. <laughs> Uh, this movie called The Jerk with Steve Martin. That, that is, is such a, I was born a poor black boy. Yeah, that, that movie is so, that's funny. so funny. That's a great, great movie. It's a great, yeah. why, am I, why am I doing this quote thing? I'll stop. I'm no, sorry. I like it. It <laughs> okay. reminds right. me of funny parts. One more. And then I also really like Hot Rod, which... <gasps> cool Beans. One of my favorites. Cool, really cool, funny cool movie. I, I think we all... You guys Look, all say you like it. a cooked goose. Cooked goose for everyone. I actually uh, had a high school or a college professor, and she would like email me about movies, which was kind of weird. But I recommended uh, Hot Rod to her. And how old was this professor? <laughs> I'm not sure this is something we want to be talking about over the spouse. Well, okay, we. She would ask me oh, what gosh. good movies are because I did like, for a couple months. <laughs> That's a different part. <laughs> okay, I right, keep going. She, we would eat, she, oh gosh, sorry. <laughs> got a little flustered. He's got a little nervous. Anyways, I recommended her to see Hot Rod. And then after she saw it, she's like, I don't think I'm going to ask you any more recommendations. <laughs> that's, that's sad. Oh, it was really funny. But maybe that was your way of getting her to stop emailing you. Yeah, I guess. Good for you. All right, Megan, what is your one and why? Um, you know what? I think mine is also three, but they're by the same director, so it, it works out. Okay. Um, my Anything that Christopher Guest makes, I seem to love. Um, yeah. Waiting for Guffman, Best in mm-hmm. Show, Mighty Wind. Nice. Um, I think the satire <clears throat> in those movies is so like un- unbelievable. Yeah, they're all um, yeah, really I could good. watch them over and over and over again because I the characters that he has, like the actors that he uses multiple times and like he himself is hilarious. Yeah. And so um yeah. I really enjoy um Christopher Guest movies. They're all yeah, so absolutely funny. fantastic. My favorite's probably Waiting for Gus. Same mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Um for your consideration, 
Did you see that no, one? I didn't actually see that okay. one. It's, it, I mean, it's not the best, but it's, it's, not, it's good. Yeah, it's the I've most heard it's not one. as funny. But I saw Mighty Wind in theaters, and I remember thinking, I have to get out of here because I'm laughing so hard. Everyone's really? so They're annoyed. all great. They're all That's great. Good. Uh, Sarah, what is yeah. your one and why? All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and do the three also. Oh just because it's so hard. It's a this big is, episode. Okay, well, and here's my, here's, here's my criteria for a really funny movie is if I can quote it all right afterwards. Totally. If, it's all about the one-liners that you can throw into conversations. Um so, oh, now there's more coming to my head. But, okay, I'm going to go also with Hot Rod, um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, which we discussed on the show Honorable before. mention. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, and um, The Goonies. The Goonies. That's yeah. like an action comedy. Like, and it's like an adventure. Adventure. It's an adventure. Well, because I don't comedy. think the Goonies is that funny. And I, I by think, any means, I feel like it's funny because that was what I grew up on, and it was hilarious when I was little. Right. So it's still yeah. funny to me because I remember how funny it was to me when I was younger. Right. And the truffle shuffle is hilarious. It's just always funny. <laughs> um, but I mean, I think Ferris Bueller's Day Off was, was probably my number one. To oh, be honest, great film. So yeah, good. I mean that entire movie is one now giant. Now there's movies one-liner. that are popping in my head. You know, like well, you can't have you can't have a school. seven in Y. All right, it's just a one in Y. I'm gonna just stick to one. All right, guys. Wow. Boring. <laughs> My one and why is uh, a movie that I could probably quote the first 15 minutes of. I love the movie Heavyweights. Um, my dad came home. My dad, like... He loved my love my dad. He's a lovable guy, but my dad didn't know how to relate to me because my brother was more of the sports star, more of like wanted to do business and things like that. And I didn't really like. I liked movies and played video games, <laughs> and so he like would come home some days, like, and he would stop at Walmart and just buy a bunch of movies and go, "Hey, I bought these movies for you," <laughs> and like, and I'd go, "Thanks, Dad," but we'd never talk about them. I'm like, "You have to relate to me by watching these movies with me," you uh-huh. know. So one day he brought home. I'll never forget. He brought home three movies um searching for bobby fisher he brought home he brought home uh saving private ryan for himself and then uh he brought home heavyweights and he gave me searching for bobby fisher and heavyweights and i was like thanks dad uh is this any good because the front cover is like all the guys from camp holding up their camp counselor but he's inside of a hot dog bun Uh And I'm like, this oh, movie looks yum. this this movie looks awesome. And this I movie watched looks it. delicious. Yeah, <laughs> I want to eat that hot dog. I watched it and I was like, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And to this day, it, I it's the reason that I started going to camp, like into camping ministry huh. because I was like, if I can have that much fun up at camp, th- I, I can somehow this. get in a sandwich that big. <laughs> Like, no, seriously, I love that movie. It makes me appreciate camping ministry so much. And if you've ever been a part of camping ministry, there's so many good jokes in that movie that are like, that's happened to me before. Or it's, it's something times it's like that. And the great thing is, is that like, it's got a great ending, good story, good heart, great jokes. I just, I love it. I love it so much. You'll have the best summer of your life. (laughs) Uh, If if you've never seen Heavyweights, you've got to check it out. I got it on VHS in case you guys want to borrow it. Is it Codename the Cleaner also in your your favorite comedy? Codename the Cleaner is not even (laughs) at all. Isn't Furry Vengeance in yours? (laughs) Uh, So if you guys want to listen to... uh, the movie argument go on iTunes search the movie argument it'll pop right up yeah and uh, yeah it's a great podcast you should Write check it out write a review if you have time yeah and Megan you should at least check one episode out how's please, that sound Megan please okay. he's Wait. listened to 23 of our episodes yeah 22. I mean I don't know why everyone's like looking at me like and I'm why, not going why, to because I, I really want so, to would you listen to this podcast well yeah alright fine yeah I'm totally going to when and I you know, come back but Taylor week. I do harbor a teeny tiny bit of bitterness about your email that you once wrote about Ferris Bueller's and how I was ignorant to think that it wasn't Did you funny. watch it again? No, I, I, I didn't. politely asked you to watch it. 
<laughs> I said please. All right, guys, we're going to uh, close this out. Uh, up next, we'll do some announcements. Taylor, thanks for being here, man. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, some announcements are next. While I gave you love, you know it. So when did you ungrow it? Inside that you would find another man. Welcome back. We hope you guys have enjoyed some Hanson. And uh, yeah, once again, as far as the, the movie argument, you can check that out on the um, on iTunes and whatnot. We posted a link on this week's uh, write-up for the show to, to see that podcast. We did receive an email a little bit after recording that segment by Brandon Sabo, big fan of the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he also posted his favorite comedy was the same as yours, Sarah Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He's a big fan. Mm-hmm. So, Brandon, we'll put you in the mix uh, to possibly win a Spoutcast t-shirt, which is a... Uh, big deal. A big deal. Big deal. Next week's big One and Why, um, we're going to be talking a lot about the new website. And so we thought what would be fun is doing our... Our One and Why is our most visited website and why. But here's the stipulations. You cannot use Facebook as a most visited website, okay? Does that, does that Good, make sense? That's fair. Because you know what? That's most, probably the what most, most people visit. Yeah. But I'd like to know what, what people go to. What do they check? What's their yeah. thing? We did them favorite blogs, but for mm. me, I visit a website like literally all the time that has nothing to do with the blog or, or anything church. Just like I love going to this website every day and checking <laughs> in. My Home Star favorite, Runner. My, <laughs> my favorite is Bible Gateway because right. I'm just super spiritual. Yeah. The wellcommunity.org. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Sarah, why don't you give us some announcements to close out the show? Um, All right. Well, this week is State of the Church Week. So if you um, go to midweek, it'll be playing this Wednesday night. And Mm -hmm. if you go to church on Sunday, then you'll be seeing it on Sunday. And what State of the Church is, it is our annual meeting where we kind of get caught up on everything that's gone on in the church over the past year and changes that are being made for the following year and um, just what to be expecting. And we recorded it last week. And so we're showing the video um, at your campus, at your service this week. And what's really cool about State of the Church is it's um, a chance for you to not only get clued in on everything that's going on in the church, but then afterwards, after the service, you'll get to sign up for ministry teams and life groups. So Mm -hmm. life groups Mm -hmm. for the fall are going to be open um, as of Sunday or Wednesday. We've got some really exciting things going on in life group this next fall. Oh yeah, we have lots of new changes going on in life groups and you're not going to want to miss it. So um, check at uh, your campus this Sunday see what life groups are open and we have lots of diversity in our life groups too Mm -hmm. so um, there's a lot of different options for whatever stage of life that you're in right now Um, also uh, we're launching a new website it's actually up and running right now so go check it out it's very user friendly really cool it's it's orange and gray which is just really cool Um, there's lots of and Dave wanted us to mention that you can put a background for your iPhone 
from the new website. So. Yeah, there's, there's really cool backgrounds. There's blogs written by a lot of our staff members um, available for leaders or for anyone really that wants to just see what um, the pastors are talking about these days. Right. Um, and let's and see. And you can also get the spoutcast from the wellcommunity.org. Absolutely. If you, you are can. lost, let me just clarify. If you are lost on the website as to where to get the spoutcast, uh, you go to media, which is on the top bar, and then you'll see the spoutcast. We have our own page now. We do? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I didn't know that. And uh, all of our backlog of episodes are on there as well. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Great. Okay, so yeah, check out the website for the Spoutcast. And a couple other things coming up. Um, residency will be starting September 12th. 13th, September 13th, Tuesday. Um, and residency is a nine-month Bible program, and it is uh, Tuesday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 7.30 a.m., where you get to learn about Old Testament, New Testament, and right. a bunch of other things. If you're interested in that, check out the website. And Academy is also starting September 12th. Mm-hmm. For, for more information on that, check out www.thewellcommunity.org. And you can also find the spa- uh, the Spacebook, the Spoutcast on Facebook. <laughs> the uh, Facebook. At Facebook.com slash Spoutcast or Twitter.com slash The Spoutcast. Also, you know, we don't get too many phone calls, but uh, you could text us, phone, phone us at 559-321-SPOUT. Phone us. That's yeah. what uh, Canadians say. Well, you know. It's fine. And uh, We miss you, Megan. Also, if you want to send in your one and why, uh, which this week once again is your the website you most visit and why besides facebook email us at the spout podcast at gmail.com jane thanks for joining us today hey thanks for asking me back did you have a fun time third time's a charm because the whole time you've just been playing um coin collector on your phone i have not been playing coin dozer i have been actually playing hang your friend hang with hanging with friends not oh, hang, hang your, your friends, friends. <laughs> hang your friends um, so friends. hey thanks for being here jane and filling in yeah really no appreciate problem. it thanks all right you guys back. this is the spout and we are out